Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, we are back to back. This is episode 17. I actually had to go back and look, and yeah, we're on episode number 17. Uh, once again with Dylan, and we got uh, just kind of a potpourri thing to talk about today. Um, yeah, that sounded really stupid. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, just a mish. Oh, okay. Hodgepodge, just a bunch of random shit that oh, we didn't okay. get around to in the last episode. Um yeah, that sounds really professional. Anyway, yeah, all kinds of things. We're going to talk Madden. We're going to talk NBA 2K. Uh, we're going to talk about ESPN Radio. And we're going to give our thoughts. And we have not really discussed it with each other. So uh, on Bill and Ted 2. Three. Oh, yeah, god damn Face it. Face the music, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I am old. Can we just start this whole fucking show over with? <laughs> all right. Um, let's just... let's. There really is no sports news to talk about because we just talked about it last episode. So let's just get right into it. Let's talk Bill and Ted Face the Music, the third installment of the Bill and Ted series. I believe the first two, were they even out when you were alive? First one wasn't. I think the second one came out like 92, something like that. So. Right. So, I mean, that was, yeah, I think 80, what was it, 89, 88, 89 when something like that. Yeah. Excellent Adventure came out. Um, and, and, it was kind of funny because Bill and Ted, they had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure with uh, a young, very young Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Alex Winter really didn't do much after that. He went into more like documentary making and stuff mm-hmm. after those two movies. Um, but George Carlin was in it. And like I said, it was one of those movies I kind of grew up with um, my high school years. I, uh, I had never even heard of Bill and Ted until... In high school, uh, I had a teacher that it was, I don't know if it was late near the end of the year, but it was just a blow off day for some reason. I don't know why. So he just turned on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I'm like, wow, this movie's really funny. Yeah, yeah. And again, it wasn't a cinematic masterpiece or anything like that. It was just one of those movies that it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, they went back in time and got all the, you know, the royal, you're royal dick. And, yeah. You know, it was, it was just one of those movies that kind of stuck with you. In fact, the funny thing to come out of Bill and Ted was Wayne's World. Yeah. Because the Wayne, the whole Saturday Night Live Wayne's World sketch that Mike Myers and Dana Carvey did was basically making fun of Bill and Ted and mm-hmm. excellent. And I mean, yeah. if you grew up and you, you know, everybody, more people talk about Wayne's World than, than they talk about Bill and Ted. But without Bill and Ted, there would, never would have been Wayne and Garth. I didn't even know that, but it makes total sense. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Their whole spiel, the air guitar and everything. Well, I guess with with Wayne, it wasn't really an air guitar. He played a real guitar. But yeah. that whole, yeah, that Bill and Ted 
is the reason that that Wayne's World exists. Weird. You know, excellent. Yeah. Party on, Wayne. That was all Bill and Ted. Wow. Um. So yeah. Mind blowing. So they, like, what did you say? Ninety. What year was? Bogus Journey. Yeah. 90, uh, I like think it was like ninety three, ninety four, maybe I, I think somewhere even, in there. Maybe even sooner than that. I don't know. Um, Early nineties though. And it's been a long time. Let's just put it that way. Since we've last heard from Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves went on to superstardom. And then faded away into obscurity, and with the uh, someone killed his dog. And yeah, then, and then somebody killed his puppy, and now he's one of the top action heroes out there. Uh, he's got the big video game that he's in, Cyberpunk. Was it twenty seventy seven or something like that? Yeah, um, which is one of those games that delay, delay, back. delay. Um, but it, yeah, so Bill and Ted are back after a couple of decades. Um, basically my whole lifetime. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, and, and this was rumored for se- really several years, 10 years ago, yeah. 10 years ago is when they wanted to do it. And there just wasn't, well, and, they couldn't like, nobody wanted to pay for it. Yeah. And nobody thought nobody that people would want it. And then it finally, I think the official announcement was about a year and a half ago that they were going forward with it. Right. And you get a couple, you know, what they what you thought were plot points and some of them actually turned out to be true some of them weren't but anyway it really picked up steam and it was going to be a big summer release and then like it did with everybody's plans covid came along and dry fucked it into streaming release i think it's in some theaters but yeah i streamed it me too um but yeah i i watched it i believe it was this weekend i think sunday morning i turned on the old android box and Streamed it. I watched it Tuesday, and I actually paid for it. I didn't say I didn't pay for it. Oh. I didn't, but... <laughs> anyway. Um, so, let me... As somebody who didn't grow up with it, let me get your thoughts. Just on the movie? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Um, is it... I don't think it's great, but I, no, it's it's good. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, what's... I'm going to ask you this. What's the worst part of the movie? Not, not. I don't mean plot point, but what is the worst thing about the movie? Oh man, Keanu Reeves. He he is. Don't get me wrong. Love Keanu like everyone else does, but it's you would have thought that he was the one that hasn't acted in almost thirty I, years. No, I agree. Alex no. Winter was fucking great. Yeah, like he but, just fit into that character. Seamlessly. I have the counter the argument to that. Is if you go back and rewatch mm-hmm. the first two, mm-hmm. he's dead on. No, he's not. I no, bullshit. I, I no. He's a little awkward in the fact that because he's very. I'm moving around like you can see me, but <laughs> he's very uh, animated when he talks. Yeah. And back then he was just this little skinny nothing, and now he's. He's kind of jacked up for the whole wick thing a little bit, so it looks awkward and overacted. No, I see. I, 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 I when I watch that, I see Ted. I do. I, I think that completely disagree because I there's so many like the because in the first two they're both like super smiley and everything, and in this one he's really not. No, I yeah, I will give you that. He, but again, he's. He's kind of depressed because he found out that the world's going to end because they never wrote the song that would unite everything. 
Well, even before that, like the wedding scene. Um, which... Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I will give it to you. It looks like he kind of mailed it in. Um, and, and maybe he did because uh, let's be honest, there wasn't really any huge hype over the film. There was like, there was some, I mean, the guys like me, um, that grew up, you know, we're going to go, we're going to watch the movie just because it is what it is. Yeah. You know? And, but there wasn't like, this wasn't hyped up. Like it was some mega blockbuster coming out or anything. I don't think he mailed it in because I mean, he doesn't, need the money or anything i think like him and alex alex winter have been friends the entire time it was just hey i like the scripts let's do it again let's run it back so well I I, it's almost like he like maybe he's doing a favor for alex winter like you know what i mean that's what when i say mailed it in like no he doesn't need the money but it's one of those things like okay well you know we'll go ahead and do this and I don't think it's laziness or anything like that. I just kind of think he kind of forgot how to play the character a little bit and again that could be but i still for the most part, with his mannerisms and the way he talked, I, I still, I, I won't say he was, you know, completely horrible. Um, no, I, I, it, it is awkward seeing, it, he looks like he aged way worse than Alex Winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, they're both in their, what, late 40s, early 50s, probably. Something like that, yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, it's getting, I would have never in a million years, a month ago, when you gave me the release date or whatever and told me that it was happening and that Bill and Ted face the music was coming out. I would have bet just about any amount of money that it would have been just destroyed by critics yeah. and it's actually certified fresh on right. Rotten Tomatoes. I think the last time I looked, it was like 79%. So it, you know, it isn't citizen Kane or anything, but it is getting really good reviews and overall it's a fun comedy. Yeah, if you take it for what it purpose. is, it's a trip down memory lane. It's filled with a lot of nostalgia, including original actors from the series, um, Missy and, of course, um, Ted's dad, right. um, Death. Death, yeah. Who I was really surprised that he didn't have a bigger role, yeah. as popular as he was for in, in Bogus Journey. Um, but he came, and I loved that, that whole scene where they're talking about why he got kicked out slash quit wild stallions right and, um yeah and missy who if you don't remember in the first movie missy was with bill's dad yep and missy went to high school with bill and ted and they both they- asked her to prom and she turned him down and she ended up marrying bill's dad well then fast forward a few years later and when the movie opens missy marries ted's dad yeah so the, the the funny thing they just like we're both our own what our own stepdads or what I don't remember how because it goes. in this one that's how the movie opens yeah it's Missy, so yeah Missy is marrying Ted's little brother Deacon yeah who made an appearance in the well I think he was in both wasn't he I think he was a little little kid in the first one and then when, I think that was Bill's brother if I wasn't if I'm not mistaken but I could be wrong no it's Ted's oh it is it yeah De- okay. Deacon is okay. is Ted's brother okay. Um, but yeah, so he's all grown up. Missy's married him, and they cut to the to Ted's dad, who's like sobbing on at the yeah, wedding, mortified. Yeah, because his wife left him for his son. Uh, um, yeah, so it, I, like I said, it was nostalgia. It was you know a trip down memory lane. Yeah. I'll tell you a pleasant surprise from the movie are the daughters. Yeah, but they were really, really good. They were for the characters they were playing. Basically, they were playing. Female young, versions. young female versions of Bill and Ted. Yeah. Uh, 
Thea kind of annoyed me. Or I don't even remember which one was Thea. The dark-haired one, Ted's daughter. Yeah. She was kind of like over the top trying to be like Ted was. They were pretty over the top in the original yeah, movies. I agreed. Mean, I don't know, but she was more annoying to me than the Bill's blonde. daughter was a little bit, a little bit more subdued. But yeah, yeah. but no, I liked him. I mean, I give her credit because you can. She definitely studied those first two movies, and she was Ted. I mean, she she acted and talked just like Ted did. Because when the first Bill and Ted movie came out, nobody ever. I I want to say that that was. Keanu's first big starring role anyway and he wasn't very well known at all right and I mean you come out and you act like that in a movie even though it was funny and everything you tend to get typecast yeah um he so, was for a while too uh, yeah and for him to come out of it with the career that he had is I mean kudos to him um but yeah like I said and the way the story progressed and where they just kept going a little bit in time and running into themselves, I thought was, was really entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to avoid spoilers to some level, but we can give them the, the general premise of the, you know, the inciting incident, which is they're old. They still haven't written the song. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember the, the whole thing was that they were going to, in the future, basically bring, world peace and you thought that they achieved that at the end of bogus journey with the big concert where they come out looking like zz top and played a song by i don't know kiss oh really the end song that supposedly was the one that were at the end you know the whole world's watching Mm -hmm. that's a kiss song god gave rock and roll to you too is what the song's called Uh, okay and i remember when the movie come out was was coming out and they're saying you know featuring music by so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so. And, so and, so and, so. and they had Kiss. And if you don't know me, I'm a huge Kiss fan. I grew up with them. Me and my brother, we used to own... I think the intro kind of well, was yeah. a hint. That's not a Kiss song. Oh. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I remember watching, sitting in a theater, watching Bogus Journey. Like, any time a song would come on, like... Is that, is that Kiss? Is that Kiss? And then I didn't hear Paul or Gene, so I'm like, nope. And then at the end, when, as soon as the song starts, I'm like, that's the one! Yeah. They got the final fucking song! And yeah, it turns out that's not the song that united the world, because they ended up playing in like the VFW. and um, So yeah, basically what they, they find out is they never got around to writing that song, and now they have to do it within a day. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because the world's going to end. And so their brilliant idea, which you see in the trailer is they're going to go into the future and steal it from themselves. Right. And they have to go in sp- different times in the future to see if they've written it yet. And it leads to hilarity. Right. And, uh, I like the, uh, sort of B story with the two daughters. Cause their decision to help is cause they know about it. Is, yeah, that was kind of the brilliance of it is Bill and Ted in the, the previous two movies, you know, they were the ones interacting with the past mm-hmm. people. And in this one, it was like the, the two kids basically have their excellent adventure type thing. Um, so it was kind of a rehash mm-hmm. of the first movie. They go back in time and get all these great musicians. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bill and Ted are just keep running into themselves trying to figure out when they can steal this song. Um, and you had appearances by... Jimi Hendrix and uh, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, Louis Armstrong, Mozart, Mozart, 
I don't know who the the, the cave woman. Yeah, just some who random the cave woman who's a drummer, who's really good on the drums, and some Chinese woman who played the flute. Who yep, was, the flute, and then Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi. Yeah, yeah, they they somehow they don't even go get Kid Cudi because the the Reality's time and space apart. is breaking apart, and all these historical figures are just popping up everywhere in time and space, and somehow Kid Cudi ends up with them and becomes part of their band, but. Um, yeah, it, like I said, it, it was a great movie. I mean, you know, it ain't going to win an Oscar or anything, but if you were a fan of the genre and of Bill and Ted, uh, there's really no way that you cannot like it. Yeah, I would agree. I, I yeah. Um, it's kind of disappointing that the girlfriends again, the princesses, yeah, they get a little bit more to do, but their yeah, story the, gets yada yada. Yeah. And, but, uh, and, and I'm pretty sure those were both the original girls, right? No, 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 no. no. Not, well, no. I th- not at all. No, I'm positive. I think they're the same from the second movie. Not no. the, I, I know they're not in the first. I'm telling okay. you now. All, right. no, all three movies have had three different princesses. All right, whatever. So, um, but yeah, no, I I recommend it if you're a fan and you're wondering, do I spend the twenty bucks? Yeah, I'd say get a friend. It's or it. you know it. If you have other means, I, I recommend that as well. Alex um, Winter can use the money. Why not? Yeah, he definitely could. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's broke or anything. Yeah, he's no, he's just had a the fairly camera. successful career behind the camera. Um, nothing like what uh, Keanu's enjoyed, but you know, we have that. Right. So, all right. So, yeah, two thumbs up. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Um. All right, so uh, next thing we're going to jump into. Um, oh, you had something about Joe Rogan. Yes, um, I'm a massive Joe Rogan fan. Um, I have been for like, God, I think it was seven years I've been listening to his podcast. Um, I, yeah, and I, I don't listen to it very much. I do get on there every now and then if I see that he's got a guest that I like. Um, but yeah. Right, so... He a few months ago was announced that he was moving to Spotify and yeah, huge deal, hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, which great, good for him, biggest podcast in the world. And one of the things that he stressed is, and it started September first was the first episode on Spotify, but it still exists on the other platforms for now, like mm-hmm. YouTube and Google and all that, until I think December. In December, all of those are getting deleted and moved to Spotify. Right. Um, there's one little bit of controversy though. Um, um, he, one of the things that makes the show great is he talks to a wide variety of guests. Um, yeah, he has, I mean, everything from sports to comedians to politicians. I mean, astrophysicists. Yeah. Like he, his last episode was Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And it was actually really, really good. Anyway. So first episode on Spotify and, I'm looking through the comments and people noticed Spotify doesn't have all the episodes and okay. That's bad enough. But the episodes that are missing are the episodes with Alex Jones, Chris D'Elia, who just got accused of some sexual misconduct, Brian Callen, who's been accused of sexual misconduct and someone, God, there was one other person that's, Oh, um, the guy from the uh, the Proud Boys, who uh, Gavin mm. McGinnis, I believe is his name. Who okay, he it's an alt right group. Those podcasts aren't there, 
So, and it's just those. There's no other episodes that are missing. So it begs the question, is this a case of censorship? Um, that's what everyone's screaming and worried about because it's kind of odd that those are the ones taken out. Um, I guess Rogan, and I actually did look it up. Um, it looks like Rogan is denying that. He said that there was an issue with migrating over to Spotify some corrupted files. Okay, I can kind of buy that. It's just kind of weird that yeah. it's the guys that are controversial. And he said they're going to be coming later. Time will tell, but, I mean, that's a big enough issue as it is, but especially considering he's criticized Twitter for censoring, like, right-wing voices and things like that. It does seem very hypocritical. Um, I hope that's not the case because it's very disappointing that if it is. Um, it does look like that when I said no other episodes are missing. It's not entirely true. Um, I guess there's a episode with Nick Kroll and Tommy Chung that are missing, and those guys aren't really controversial, so I'm not sure what's leading there. So I hope he's right. Um, it's yeah. I mean, uh, again, with Nick Kroll and Tommy Chong, yeah, there's no real no issue there. But we in this woke culture, um, I could see the higher ups at Spotify being like, yeah, we don't want these because you know who they have to deal with and and what they're known for now. Um, and, and again, we'll see what happens. I, I Somewhere out there, there's got to be... Well, I mean, aren't those episodes still available on YouTube? Yeah, for now, but... Well, and, and that's my point. You, you sit there and say it's a corrupted file. It's very easy to take a YouTube video with with the... I could literally go on and take a YouTube video and rip the audio of it down right now, and, and it would be fine. So it, it can be done literally right. in a day. So... Yeah, keep an eye on that. It'll be real interesting to see. Um, while we're on the subject of Rogan, did we talk about this before with Alyssa Milano? Not on the show. I mean, this is it's older news, but yeah, yeah it was. It's probably been hell two months. Yeah, Alyssa Milano is this. I mean, look, we all know who Alyssa Milano is. She's a big left wing nut. Started, or at least was a big factor in the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm who all of a sudden got really quiet when it came to Joe Biden, but that's for another show. Anyway, she made a comment on Twitter about, and she hates Joe Rogan. Yeah. And she made a comment like, I can't believe that uh, someone like Joe Rogan has three times more listeners than me. Yeah. It's a lot more than three yeah. times. In your dreams, it was three times. I went and looked, and it's more like ten times the yeah. listeners. I think Alyssa Milano had like a hundred and some thousand subscribers. Joe Rogan's got nearly ten million. Right. So, yeah, shut up, Alyssa. You were hot in your teens and early twenties, and now you're just—I don't know—you've turned yourself into somebody that I no longer want to bang. <laughs> so, congrats for that. All right, uh, moving on. What else we got? Um, I guess while we're in the the world of radio and things of that nature, um, talked a few, well, several episodes ago about the end of an era when it comes to ESPN Radio with Mike and Mike and and Mike Golick and Golick and Wingo, blah blah blah. And I I've been patient, and I've given it a chance. I've kept it as part of my routine. 
which is when I get up in the morning, usually between 4.30 and 5.30, first thing I do is turn on, I think it's ESPN2, to watch the morning show. And the new one has been on now for, I think this is their third week. Um, it's called Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Of course, Keyshawn Johnson, Jason Williams, or Jay Williams, and Zubin, and I'm not even going to attempt his last name. And it's just, it's not a good show. You can tell that Keyshawn is the focal point, and it's it's not entertaining. And to me, it's it really feels like it's racial pandering. And it's just the... Kind of like what Sports Center did when they had Jim... God, who was it? A few years ago, Jamel. Jamel Hill and the other dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Neither one of them are with. Did the not ESPN last anymore. long. No, just people hated it. Yeah, and it, again, it's just not. Look, I, I realize that I, I'm not going to take anything away from Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Will's knowledge because both of them are um, have been in the sports world. Keyshawn is, um, I don't know, he's not Hall of Fame, is he? No, no, yeah. he's Hall of. Pretty good though. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. And Jay would, I think, have been a, a great player, but got his career cut short by a really bad motorcycle wreck. So I'm not going to take anything away from their ability as like sports analysts and their knowledge with that. Um, Zubin was basically a Sports Center anchor, and he's it, it doesn't even it, to me. They already have that show on the air, and it's called First Take. They sit there and they debate and. Then, of course, it's hard to really judge because of what's going on in the world with all the racial issues and all the COVID stuff. Um, but, again, for a morning show, whether it's a sports talk radio show or any, I still want some entertainment. Throw in some comic relief. Throw in, you know, and it's just, it's bad. And I will be surprised if it lasts longer than a year. I really will. I just, yeah. I know you haven't watched it yet, nope. but it's just... It's a good thing there's nothing else on at 4.35 in the morning um, before I get to the car to the radio. And while I'm on it, when I get to the car on the radio, that's difficult, too, because Howard Stern, who, um, when it comes to broadcasting, was like my broadcasting hero. And he is unlistenable because he is so beaten down by this COVID fear that it's just it's a boring, boring show now. Mm. And he's in his 60s. And uh, Howard Stern made his money, made his whole career about being a shock jock. And, you know, I mean, he talked about things that get Hillary Clinton on a few months ago. I so know. Yeah, like, that's that what I'm kinda... saying. And he he used to have Donald Trump on all the time. Mm. They were very close. And now he's he's like the Trevor Noah. Now all he does is sit there and trash him. He's become, you know, super liberal. And, and I'm not saying but for Howard, that's odd mm. and it's just it's not a funny show robin they need to tell her to stop talking about sports because i can't tell you how many times she's tried to tell a sports story you know it's like it's like she doesn't even look to fact check herself uh perfect example she was talking about back when the um the redskins were still the redskins and they were getting pressured and the the truth was that they were being pressured by FedEx to change the name because I mean, Pepsi jumped on it too. So. Yeah, they did. But 
according to Robin, FedEx owned the stadium and wasn't going to let the Washington team play there. That's not the way that and works. And yeah, I was just screaming at the radio like, would just fucking click on the internet and read something. Yeah. And don't sound like an idiot because that wasn't the case at all. They, the, the team owns the stadium. FedEx just gave them a lot of money for the naming rights. And, yeah, they did apply a lot of pressure, which could have led to FedEx pulling their name off the stadium. So that's what it boiled down to is that money talks. And so if, if you're going to lose millions, if not billions of sponsor dollars, if you don't change the name, you're going to change the name. Yeah. And that's all that boils down to. I don't give a fuck how many people come out and said, oh, well, the name's offensive to me. Daniel Snyder don't give a shit no. about any of those people. But what he gives a shit about is his bank account right. and all that sponsorship money that he was getting ready to lose. So, but anyway, it's off on a tangent. But, I, yeah. I got to admit, the Washington football team, that's kind of grown on me. It was weird initially. I thought, It's that's- stupid. To just stop it. I like it. No. It's unique. I don't give a Washington fuck. Washington football team. It sounds clean. No. I Sorry. I like it. I mean, a lot of people have said, I don't think they should do anything. And I'm starting to agree with them. I kind of like it. No. They're, I mean, they're, what's your logo? What are you going to put on? The logo is just what it is right now. It's the W. Uh, I'm telling you. No. I just, no. <laughs> I did, no. It's too, that's like going to to the store and you've got rice krispies and then you've got crisp rice like the white box with the black lettering the old school generic like no pick a name warriors whatever they need a name the money then you have the issue of okay we have to pick a name that everyone's gonna like where if it's the washington football team it's the Washington football team. I mean, soccer teams do that all the time. It's their yeah, but so- mascot names aren't really but a thing. It's a, this is Chelsea. America, and we don't talk about soccer here. <laughs> B, it, it, no, it, no. I, I'm sorry. You'll never convince me that that's their best course of action. It's okay. just, I'm sorry. It's I, just stupid. Like, uh, who's your favorite team? The the football team? No. Well, you, you Washington. Have to, and and no, you're never gonna please everybody as far as the sure. name goes. Um, what they should probably end up doing is doing like a fan vote, major yeah. fan vote, and of course, you know, investors and things should will probably have some kind of input. But I, I definitely they need a name. They just they do. I'm sorry. They they need a name. I call me old fashioned. Whatever. They need to be called something other than the goddamn football team because like i said it reminds me of going to the grocery store and you tell your mom you want you know frosted flakes and she comes back with the white and black box that just say sweet flakes or whatever corn yeah. you know uh, sweetened corn flakes i think they're right. called or whatever um yeah give them a goddamn name don't give them a name well we'll see how this ends yeah <clears throat> anyway all right so moving on um madden Madden NFL football. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. It sure seems so. Um, A couple weeks ago, I remember maybe it was in, might have been just a week ago, uh, you told me that they had the very low IGN rating of what, 6.1 or something like that? Well, they don't do points. Six. Six. Six Which is low. For a video game, especially of that magnitude, that's 
pretty low. Yeah, I mean, I, IGN's been criticized for years for Madden specifically for being soft. Yeah, giving it like an eight. Yeah, like, they do the same thing with two K. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the big one as far as the the consumer mm, Metacritic. Yep, is the one that if you want to know how good a game is. Don't go to IGN or, or uh, what's the other big one game? Um, I know exactly what we're talking about, but I can't place it. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, because those are fluff. They yeah. they get paid by the video game makers to jack those ratings up. I don't care what anybody says. Um, but Metacritic is the people that buy the game and play the game. Mm-hmm. They'll give a score, and they take the average of hundreds, if not thousands of scores and come up with a, a final score, which will fluctuate as the year goes on. And it's on a scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. And this year, uh, just give me an, an average. We don't have to go into the details well, g- of PlayStation and Xbox, but sure, I'll give you the, cause they're, they're pretty close. I yeah. Think. That's they're Cause the, for Metacritic, they actually do point, and then one, so it's not just a pure. Yeah, number. yeah, it could be like Decimals like six point nine or exactly. You know, um, you know, I, Madden in recent years has traditionally been in the what, probably five to eight range most For of the time. User scores. Yeah. I think the last few years it's been pretty low. It's been like four or three, okay. or something like that. But this year it dropped off a fucking cliff. Really? Um, what is it? PS4 is point three out of ten. Zero point point three out of ten. Yeah, um, people are furious. Um, apparently, A- Xbox and PC or whatever it was was like point point five point four point, point the, same neighborhood. So, so basically, yeah, they're less than one. Yeah, it's less not, than half. It's not PlayStation users being dicks. Let's n- no, way. I mean again, that's one of the most. Um, if you go in and look at sales, Madden, especially this time of year, is one of the most purchased video games out there. Right. Um, yeah, so it absolutely fell off a cliff. Um, I, I guess it launched with a bunch of really bad bugs, which, that unfortunately, that's the state of video games nowadays. Is A and, lot of games are doing that now. And we talked about this on the last show where I was talking about Josh uh, um, Harris, mm-hmm. who had some good things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Not this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it seems to have changed his tune. In fact, he posted a clip of... There's a guy, he breaks a... I don't know if it's a pass or a run, but he's down the sideline. Gone. Mm. A player on... uh, I think it was the Lions, it looked like. Lions or Panthers or whatever. Comes off of the bench. I shit you not. (laughs) Comes off of the bench... And this player the, for the other team is in a dead sprint down the sideline like he's going for a touchdown. The player comes off the bench and truck sticks the dude, stops him dead in his tracks. I mean, so, like, no physics whatsoever. Right. But, yeah, literally they said, this is how we're doing substitutions now because <laughs> a, a player comes off and just jacks up this player, knocks him out. Yeah. And, and it's just one of the many, many glitches that they're talking about. Yeah, and it's gotten it got so bad that last week – um, I don't think it's trending right now, but similar to how a month or two ago, uh, the hashtag fix franchise or whatever, yeah, fix Madden franchise was trending. Uh, this time it was NFL drop EA. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I did see N- that. 
EA has the exclusive license. Yeah, 2K's got a uh, they've got a deal now with the NFL, but they're not allowed to make simulation style football. Yeah, they're so in other words, it's going to be like an NFL street game that basically comes out. Street or blitz or something like that. Yeah, which... and oddly enough, the there was a new mode that people kind of got hyped on called the yard mm-hmm. in Madden this year, which was basically a six on six, um, like flag football basically, yeah, but not but ground. not flag. Um, football type deal yeah and um one of my friends who i play 2k with got it and hopefully he's gonna put it down here today for reasons which i will tell you soon um but anyway he was telling me and he's been playing it a lot the last few days it's you have up to three human created players and you pick a archetype and level them up and this that and then you pick the rest of the teams filled with real NFL players slash legends that you can also level up. And I guess the AI, when you're on defense, if you play a zone defense, mm-hmm. it's a touchdown. Oh, really? Because the AI just does not leave the zone for nothing to the point where, like, oh. if you call the wrong zone and they run a fly route or whatever, it's you're done. You have to basically call man every single player. You're going to get burned for a touchdown. Oh, that's and that's just... Uh, how many years of Madden have, have has EA had Madden, and you can't? Well, this generation, I mean, you. It's... Well, but still, I mean. Well, I know that's but... a basic goddamn principle of. I know, but technology and there's certain things that have to be changed. But for this generation, and we're near the end. It's been what seven years? This is their seventh game on this generation. Something like that, and yeah. it's broken and buggy and shallow like yeah except for mutt if you want to i'm not going to be diplomatic here that's madden ultimate team yeah basically what it is is you get a game uh or you get a team of shitty players and you do challenges and stuff to upgrade your players or what you could do is you can spend real money and get a virtual yeah, it's a scam. Just card pack. Just, just like just like NBA 2K has my team. It's same thing. It's a it's a microtransaction card driven pack yeah. opening game. So it's not like oh, I spend my real money. I want this guy. You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, no, it's 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 gambling. There's been lawsuits and stuff yeah. going on. It is literally online gambling. That's because you spend money hoping to get to win, hoping to get a good player, and. 2K has had some problems with it because, like, they fluctuate the odds and everything. And, yeah, it's it's basically online gambling. Yeah. Calif- there's, a I think, a senator in California that... There are streamers, YouTube streamers, that will go on there. And during a stream, all they do is get on there and open packs. Yeah. Spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, opening packs to try and, and get good players so that they can either use them and play in tournaments or turn around and sell them on because you can then turn around and auction those cards off. Yeah. And then when you have, you know, you collect these cards, basically they are put on your team who you can then play with against other users or even the CPU. Right. And if you get one of those rare cards that are really good, you can either sell it for high money mm-hmm. or, or use it on your team. And so it's it's a scam. It, yeah. That's all it is is a scam. And if you're doing that, you're a moron. Okay? There's no other way around it. Okay? I'm not going to be diplomatic. I'm not going to be polite about it. It's not subjective. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> you're an idiot. You are spending real money 
on virtual players. Okay, but let me stop you. There are, like I said, some of these streamers. Have you ever gone on and, and yes, yes, and they. Some of these streamers are millionaires, multi-millionaires. Okay, those guys are smart. The actual, just regular, yeah, regular people. That like are... if you're not doing it as a streamer to make money off of it, and you literally are just going on there spending money hand over fist, then yeah, you are you're an idiot. Yeah, because guess what? Next year, another game's gonna come out. Yeah, all they... that money you spent is gone. Sports forever. games in general. And look, I'm guilty of it myself. In fact, I'm literally counting down the minutes right now, and which would be my ne- next topic. Um, it, it's an every year scam. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because then you look and you have a game like Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. who released, what, 2008, 9? Something like that? Well, no, God, no, dude, later than that. It, it was like 20... <laughs> it's been out like seven or eight years, something like that. Okay, either way, seven or eight years, and they are still yeah. updating and releasing new content for the game. And these games don't change that much, especially in the same generation of console. Mm-hmm. Look, you could charge a small amount of money every year, like a subscription, right? and just update the game. Yeah. Because that leads me to my next topic, NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. This year, it's it's released. It's already released in New Zealand, and there are a lot of streamers out there that are basically using a VPN to say that they're from New Zealand, and they're playing it right now. I was watching the guy streaming this morning, nice. and that's the game that I play the most, NBA 2K. And it technically, for the United States, releases at midnight tonight. But again, um, I can go and change my VPN right now and play it. But it's the same exact game with just the most minor tweaks imaginable. Mm-hmm. And not only is it the same as, as last year, but last year's game was, was basically the same as 2k 19. So 19 and 20 and 21 are all basically the same thing. The only major change between those three games is in 19, the rep system and the way you built your player was, was drastically changed in 20, but from 20 to 21, very very few changes they did finally give us a new park but i honestly believe the only reason and when i say a new park it's the same basic area they just kind of reskinned it so that it looks different right um the stage that they call it which is where you can go and basically gamble on your your virtual currency against other players playing them head to head is the exact same layout it's just different colors Mm. and it's the demo that they released was exactly the same. And it's just, it sucks that these money-hungry sons of bitches won't go to a model knowing full well that they're giving you the same recycled shit. Right. And, you know, I'll happily pay a subscription for you to, to do some updates and some patches. Everything that they've changed from 2K20 to 2K21 mm-hmm. could easily be done in a patch. Maybe it's a big patch, you know, yeah, but it, it could still be patched in to change it. Obviously, you've got some roster turnover and things of that nature, and but you can't tell me that they spent a considerable amount of time developing this game because basically they click Control C, Control V, yeah, and copy paste, and then changed some lines of code here and there to to give you know like I know they changed like for example last year 
to get pro level dribble moves, you had to have a 70 ball handle. This year you have to have an 85, which is that to you, I know that means nothing, but that completely changes the dynamic of how you're going to create your player because it all depends on how you play. If you're a guy that goes to the park and plays twos, it doesn't really affect you all that much. But if you're a competitive, like pro am player where you're playing five on five or you want to play in the league, Typically, you have a, a just like the real NBA, you have a point guard who handles the ball. Yeah. But depending on matchups, you want to have a guy, a secondary, who usually has a, a 75 to 80 ball handle, but he can still handle the rock and, and be decent at it. Well, now you've got to have two guys with an 85 or better ball handle. And if as far as creating your player, that takes a lot of attribute points that you could be spending on other things. Yeah. So you're going to end up with two playmakers on a, on a comp team so that you have two guys that can comfortably handle the ball. It's, it just sickens me how these, especially sports games do this. They recycle the same shit year after year after year and don't ever give any real good content. Now the hope is that when next gen drops uh, here in November, both games, I know 2K has been built from the ground up. And the hope is that they've actually done something different and going to come out of the gate with a strong game. But being a gamer all my life, I also know that that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Especially with Madden. From back in my Madden years, that's the reason I quit playing Madden was because the the transition from PlayStation 2 and Xbox One to Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 was such a colossal step backwards that it just completely broke me from wanting to play the game. And I I have tried over the years to play it. And, And I mean, I still bought it almost every year up until last year. And every year it was just a disappointment. They still, to me, have not replicated the games of 04 and 05 and 06 on the old PlayStation 2. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous uh, how far they have fallen. Right. It's per- pretty but much. But guess what I'm going to be doing at midnight? Buying 2K. Well, I've already bought it. I pre-ordered oh. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still a sucker. I bought it, and, and I even considered changing the old VPN and going in there and playing now. But I, I'm going uh, I'm gonna be legit, unlike a lot of those streamers, and uh, start it tonight at midnight after I get home from the bar. All right. So, I think that's probably going to wrap us up for this week. I aren't. You don't have I anything, else? anything else? No. no. All right. Well, um, our next show will probably uh, get into the NFL season opener. I think it might even be next Thursday that we actually get back in here, right? Uh, depending on our, our schedules or whatnot, and have some NBA news because uh, we'll have some playoff games to talk about and things of that nature. Um, who knows, depending on our schedules, we might jump in here and do something. Um, I'd like to get to our Everything Steelers thing here real soon, but we'll see how that's going to go. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We will see you next time. Dylan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.